Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today, a story about what's next for Amazon Healthcare. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite. You're going to want to check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Having a child face cancer is one of the most painful situations a family can face. And in 2023, to celebrate our five years of This Week Health, we are working to give back. We're partnering with Alex's Lemonade Stand all year long. We have a lot of different drives we're going to be doing this year. I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing in March and April, and I will share that at a later time. But what we're doing in February is we looked at our average downloads by month and our channels average about 20,000 downloads per month. And for the month of February, for every download we get over 20,000 downloads this month, we're gonna be giving $1 towards Alex's Lemonade Stand and the fight against childhood cancer. We want you to be a part of that. And it's real easy. Just recommend the show to a friend, have them take a look at it right now. So it's Tuesday, day is this gonna air? It's Tuesday the 21st. So we have about a week left. We are pretty close to 15,000 downloads. And so we are 5,000 downloads away from hitting our goal of 20,000 and getting beyond that. So recommend it to a friend, have them check it out. You could either download our newsroom channel or our conference channel. Love to have you do that and help us to raise money for childhood cancer. The goal for this year is $50,000. It's a big stretch goal. The team is really excited about it. Love for you to be a part of it. We're already over $10,000 for this year. All right, I found a thoughtful LinkedIn article. Andy, let's see, Mishkovsky, M-Y-C-H-K-O-V-S-K-Y, healthcare solopreneur. And he writes a healthcare under Healthcare Andy. And this one was interesting, so I thought I'd share it with you. What's next for Amazon Healthcare? He said over the year, and I like this for a couple of reasons. One is has a really cool little history in here with links to all the stories of Amazon Care. It sort of sets the foundation for the experiments. And then he has three potential acquisitions for Amazon. Again, I thought it was I thought it was an interesting read, just something to consider. And here it goes. Over the years, novels have been written about Amazon's potential to disrupt healthcare. Only time will tell if those stories become fact or fiction. The $4.2 trillion healthcare industry is speculated to become the fourth pillar of Amazon, along with Prime, AWS, Cloud, and Marketplace. At close to 20% of GDP, healthcare seems like too large an industry to avoid Most pure tech companies have avoided low margin care delivery, but Amazon is different and they are different. Before we discuss the future, it's important to study the past. Let's take a walk down memory lane regarding Amazon and the healthcare industry. And this is where a lot of health system leaders get stuck. They say, oh, they've done all these things and they failed. Clearly they don't know what they're doing. Really 
not understanding the DNA of Amazon. All right, 2017, Amazon launches a secret healthcare team, Team 1492, to explore areas for Amazon to enter, i.e. EMRs, telemedicine, apps like Alexa, etc. 2018, Amazon acquires online pharmacy pill pack and joins forces with Berkshire Hathaway to disrupt healthcare through an entity called Haven. You all remember that failure. 2019, Amazon unveils Amazon Care, a telemedicine platform. It is set to go live next year for Seattle-based employees. That's 2019, and we know what happens there. 2020, Amazon launches a wearable on-risk device called Halo that measures activity, temperature, and heart rate. Goal is to ingest live metrics and provide actionable recommendations. Again, great goal. 2021, Amazon Berkshire Hathaway and Chase shut down. Haven, instead, Amazon expands Amazon Care and launches a $19 a month subscription for Alexa Together, a 24-7 emergency helpline for seniors. All right, and then 2022, Amazon shuts down Amazon Care but acquires one medical for $3.9 billion, fails to acquire Signify Health, and launches Amazon Clinic to tackle mail-order pharmacy for cash pay generic drugs. They have a link to all those stories. 2023, he just has question mark, question mark, question mark. And we know there will be experimentation. Why? And he goes on and he says, experimentation is the DNA of Amazon. Healthcare insiders might groan, but there's no denying they have the cash and patience to continuously invest until eventually cracking the code. We can debate if that would lead to a better outcome or not. Read this excerpt from Jeff Bezos' 2018 letter to shareholders. Interesting quote, by the way. As a company grows, everything needs to scale, including the size of your failed experiments. If the size of your failures isn't growing, you're not going to be investing at a size that can actually move the needle. Amazon will be experimenting at the right scale for a company of our size. If we occasionally have multi-billion dollar failures, of course, we won't undertake such experiments cavalier, cavalierly. Yeah, that's a hard word to say. We will work hard to make them good bets, but not all good bets will ultimately pay out. So that's the foundation. They will continue to make bets. It's part of their DNA. It's part of their heritage. And so now, given the history of experimentation, he says, let's make some predictions looking into the 50 cent crystal ball. Here's three healthcare companies that Amazon could acquire next. Okay. Everly Health. Companies like Everly Health, formerly Everly Well, have helped democratize cash pay at home lab testing, having raised $325 million. The company was most recently valued at $2.9 billion. That's certainly a big experiment, but lab testing feels like a natural extension for Amazon Clinic's online pharmacy. It's important to note that Amazon launched their own COVID-19 testing lab in Kentucky, processing millions of COVID-19 tests since 2020, but shut down operations in 2022. Maybe they've evaluated the opportunity and crossed it off the list, but I suspect not. Well, anyway, I could come back to what I think about each one of these. Matrix Matrix Health Network. Amazon attempted to acquire Signify Health and their reported 10,000 clinician network eventually bought by CVS for $8 billion. And since Signify Health shut down their bundled payment division, home care was the focus, especially home risk assessments. 
That's where Matrix Health Network comes into play. Matrix reports having 5,000 clinicians in their network and recently partnered with Crossover Health to offer joint primary care and occupational health. Crossover Health and Amazon have a past, and if Amazon doesn't buy them, I bet someone else will. And then he, he closes it out with DocGo. We know Amazon likes logistics. We also know Amazon owns assets for telemedicine, pharmacy, brick, and mortar primary care. What's the opposite of primary care? Mobile emergency care. That's DocGo. They just announced a small pilot with Dollar General and have a few hospital partnerships. Mobile clinics are complementary to One Medical's offices. The market cap hovers around $950 million. So it could be a one to $2 billion acquisition price tag. And although not the same model as Signify Health, it aligns with future home-based strategy. There you have it. Those are his ideas. You can sign up at healthcareandy.com. All right, so let me give you my so one on this. I think in order to understand where Amazon's going next, you have to look at their history and you also have to look at their leadership and understand where they're going to be going. And, you know, the, the battle, and we've talked about this earlier this year, the battle, especially with the CVS acquisitions and whatnot, the battle is for primary care, right? So they're betting on the fact that the model for care is going to change. And every health system leader I talk to understands that the model for care is going to change. If the costs continue at this pace, we can't afford to offer care in the same way we have for the past 50 years. It has to adjust. It has to change. <clears throat> we also know that there needs to be a push towards health and not health care or sick care as it's referred to, right? So more and more, they these organizations, we'll call them the, the, the big five, the Walgreens, Walmart, <clears throat> Optum, CVS and Amazon are building out networks of doctors, massive networks of doctors, right? <clears throat> because they want to push care more towards health and they want to push it more towards where the patient lives. They want more touch points. They want more interactions because it, <clears throat> it does drive their other revenue models, right? These organizations more than the others Publicly traded companies are looking to make a profit from healthcare. Again, not the worst thing in the world. They are doing it in a competitive world. They are doing it by listening to the consumer and trying to offer services that are aligned to the consumer. We will, you know, we'll have to keep an eye on it as to whether it does actually improve outcomes and whatnot. But as they push towards health, keeping us healthy, they want more interactions with the consumer. They want more sensors on the consumer. They want to push into their home and interact with them in their home. Again, more touch points, more interaction towards health. And that requires a significant base of clinicians, especially if you're going to do this at scale and scale being on a national level. And again, we're only talking about the U.S. marketplace right now, and that's what they are looking to do. They are looking to change the way you and I, as patients, not as these of healthcare organizations, you and I, as patients, interact with health. More transparency, more touch points, more information on our health, more actions or nudges based on data science, based on the delivery of that information back to us in a consumer-friendly way. 
you know, essentially helping us to live the lives that we want to live, right? So they are building out something that we actually want. And so, you know, which, which of these acquisitions, which one gets them the most doctors, which one gets them into the home, which one gets them more touch points. I'm not sure the lab one really makes sense to me. I mean, it, it could, but again, you're talking about a commodity item. There's labs everywhere. If labs going to take off in the home, maybe they head in that direction. I'm not sure. I see that matrix health heading in that direction, home care and home risk assessments, 5,000 clinicians. That one makes more sense to me. I could see that one happening. Emergency care. Again, I, I mean, if, if you're talking about higher margin acute uh, or higher margin care and uh, and a push towards towards health and not health care, I think the acquisition makes sense. This is why I, I'm not sure the doc go really aligns well. The other thing to keep in mind is rural health care. Rural health care is under siege. They you know, if the hospitals in the major markets are not making money, the hospitals in the rural health systems are fighting for their lives. And so you're going to have a gap that starts to widen in, in the rural setting. And somebody's going to come in and fill that gap. That's what always happens. So don't, you know, don't worry too much. There will be a time frame where it's a critical issue and there's going to be, you know, issues that happen that, that are avoidable if, if the status quo was maintained. However, over time, if there's a need, something will come into that. And I think with what's going on in rural healthcare, you're going to see this pilot like Dollar General, you're going to see Walmart really excel in that space. CVS will likely excel in that space. Walgreens may or may not excel in that space. But Amazon, with their reach, their logistics, can really excel in that space. They can own that space because they they don't do it with brick and mortar. They do it with technology and logistics and it scales, right? So unlike other healthcare organizations, they know how to scale those kinds of things. So what's next for Amazon Healthcare? Growing their offerings around health, growing their touch points with consumers, growing their base of physicians so that they can continue that push into healthcare. And that's the battle. There's going to be major physician groups move into those top five players and move away from healthcare systems. And as that continues to happen, that will, you know, be a major shift in how healthcare is delivered in the U.S. All right, that's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. You can do that to raise money for childhood cancer. You can also do that to help us out, to get our message out there. Our, our mission is to amplify great thinking, to propel healthcare forward. And we do a lot of interviews with great people, and we want to get that out to as many people as possible. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, SureTest and Artisite. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.